Well, friends, today I want to help you have wisdom and peace during life storms. No matter what you're facing, you can have this sense of calm to where you can walk in wisdom and experience peace no matter the situation. And we have these external and internal pressures that will try to get us blown off course, where we start to worry or fret or even go down the path of the what if scenarios. And that uncertainty can really try to shake us. You know, we, we desire to live by faith, where we trust God for our protection and to work it all out for good. But yet we also live in that tension where we want to try and do something to try and control or fix or make something happen to change our situation. So today I want to guide you in a way that you can be led by God's Spirit and His truth. So no matter what your situation, you don't have to feel helpless, hopeless, or fearful. And, you know, when we are in the middle of a crisis or a difficult circumstance, it can feel like an emotional roller coaster where at one time we're walking by faith and we're full of faith and trusting God. And then the next we're looking at our natural circumstances and fear is going to try and tell you a story. So I want to equip you and encourage you today that there is a way that no matter what, you can have the peace that surpasses all understanding despite your, what you're going through. And today, I'm also going to extend my one-year anniversary. It's been kind of crazy with all of this Hurricane Ian uh, cleanup and everything. So I am extending my gift to you. For one listener, if you want to share my podcast with a friend, just make sure you tag me so I know that you share that. Or go leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, and that will enter you into a drawing to have a free 30-minute, what I call breakthrough coaching session. Whether you're wanting to learn how to live by faith in a certain situation, or um, you need direction or purpose for your life, I would love to have you win a free 30-minute coaching session with me. So how you do that is either share my podcast, an episode or the podcast with a friend and make sure you tag me, email me that at lori at lorikaysnyder.com. Tag me on Instagram or Facebook at lori K-A-Y Snyder. And um, that will go ahead and enter you into the contest or leave me in a review on Apple Podcasts. All right. So let's get into talking about wisdom and peace during life storms. Welcome to Created to Thrive. I'm your host, Lori Snyder. If you desire a deeper connection with God, want to know your value and purpose, then you, my friend, are in the right place. I will teach God's word in a simple and practical way to equip and empower you to become who he created you to be because you were created to thrive. Do you 
Want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. All right, friends, today I want to give you scriptures and ways that you can experience wisdom and peace in the midst of a crisis, of a challenging situation, you know, whether it is a job change. You know, I've talked to a lot of people that because of the pandemic, they have had to change directions in their vocation. Uh, I know a lot of healthcare workers work kind of pushed out of doing the job that they were doing because of the system and have left that and are going in a different direction. So what do you do in that? How do you have a calm sense of presence so you can walk in wisdom and have peace knowing that you are trusting God, that he is leading you? So that's what I want to to dive into today. And, you know, I love Psalms for this reason of when I was talking about that emotional roller coaster where we're, you know, walking it by faith, but yet our circumstances want to throw us off course. You know, David wrestles with his emotions, but he always comes back to focusing on God's goodness. And that really is the answer. And Psalm 23 is a psalm that I believe we all encounter in our life. It's a cycle that we're going through a process. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to read Psalm 23, but that's not my today's podcast, but it's such a a great um, cycle of how we're going to go through these different phases in our life. But I love how David ends and he says, surely with certainty, goodness and mercy follow me all the days of my life. God's goodness, God's mercy. And I love also Psalm 56, 3, that says, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. And we have to trust in God's love, in his provision, in his protection, in all of his promises are yes in Christ and amen in Christ. And that is so key. The answers are in Christ. And We want a lot of times to have a formula, but I'm going to tell you the answer is found in having that deep, personal, intimate relationship with the Lord because he is our source. And so before we get into this, I just want to remind you in my last episode, episode 55, um, I made a key point that said, God is not the source of our storm. He's the answer to the storm. And so if you haven't listened to that, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to episode 55, How to Prepare for Life Storms. Because if we don't know God's character and his true nature, we will end up blaming God. Or we will try to get into, um, you know, God, I'm following you, but yet all these bad things are happening me, happening to me, and yet I'm following you. And we can get angry at God. And we have to know that God is not the source of the storm. We live in a fallen world, and we have opposition. 
But God wants to give us a way through, and the answers are found in having that personal relationship with Jesus. Because like I said, all of his promises are yes in Christ and amen in Christ. Okay, let's dive into this because I want you to have a calm sense. We, When we're going through uh, a crisis, whether it's a financial situation, a relational situation, a health issue, we have to have this sense of calmness because if we are overwhelmed or we're gripped with the what if fears, our mind is going to be swirling and we need to have that sense of calmness to be able to speak to our situation. You know, I think of Jesus in the boat in the midst of the storm in Mark chapter four, you know, Jesus was calm. He was asleep and he was able to speak to his circumstance, peace. And I use that as an example for my own, you know me, I'm a practical girl, so I need to say, what does this look like in my life? You know, when I was faced with a storm when my husband and I were separated, my mind, my thoughts, the what ifs and the scenarios would just start swirling and start to try and overtake me. I literally would put my hands on my head and I would say, mind, be still, receive the peace of God. And I would just have to repeat it to myself and breathe to where I was breathing in God's truth and I was settling my mind. I was taking authority over my thoughts to make them line up with God's truth. And I had to cast all of my care over onto Jesus and exchange it for truth. And I would say, Jesus, show me truth. I know the facts. The facts are telling me this and that and the other thing like a symptom, if I'm, if I'm having a symptom in my body, it's a fact. But the truth is, Jesus bought and paid for all of my healing. And by his stripes, I am healed. So I would say, peace, be still to my mind, to my body, to my situation. So when we're calm, then we can walk in wisdom. And in James chapter 1, it says, we ask God for wisdom. And he doesn't withhold it from us. He gives it to us generously. So we do need to ask in faith, though. That simply means believing and trusting that God will give us what we need to know. And we're not to doubt if he will answer us or not. He's a good father. And it goes back to we have to know the true nature of God. When we see Jesus, we see the father because they are one. And we're to ask and knock and seek. And we will have those answers. But we have to be in that state of calmness. So our heart will not be troubled but we can believe him. And also in wisdom, I say too, seek the wisdom in the counsel of others. We go to God first. We go to his word, which I'll go into here in a minute. But there's also times where we need to have the wisdom and counsel of others. It says that there's um, wisdom in the counsel of, in the multitude of others. But I'm going to say we need mature believers who already have a deep relationship with the Lord, they know his word, 
they know the gospel and they will hear God to help you and they will confirm. And it's, it's so important that we have, and I'll say there's probably only going to be a couple of those people that you're going to really have in your life. As I say, there's only a few people that you're really going to have in your boat that you know that you can count on that will have that wisdom. And, you know, when we were just going through the, the Hurricane Ian, I had three different people, I'll say sets of people because they were husband and wife. We had three different sets of people who were praying continually for us, believing God for our protection that um we would be kept safe and sound and our boys and so forth. And I'll tell you that just helped us stay calm and walk in wisdom to say, this is the way, walk in it. And then peace. You can experience peace in the midst of your storm, but Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So we find that his is a peace that surpasses all understanding, and it's found in him. We are to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because fruit is, or excuse me, peace is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It comes from abiding in him. And he says in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I don't give to you as the world gives. So don't let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. So that peace comes from abiding in him. And it's in him that we live and move and have our being. And another scripture that I go to for experience peace is Philippians 4, 6 through 8, which says, be anxious for nothing, for no thing is how I say it. Be anxious for no thing. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I have a podcast where I go into more about experiencing, about how we let God's peace rule our heart that it talks about in Colossians. And that's episode number 30. And It's called How to Let God's Peace Rule in Your Heart. So I encourage you to go listen to that because I go into more detail with my friend Chris Cree on how to experience that peace and how to let that guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And another key scripture that I love too when I go to for peace is Isaiah 26.3. says, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So we have to keep coming back to Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace, who will show us his way through. And it's that peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's a key thing that we won't necessarily understand why or how. We will just have that sense of his presence, knowing he is so for us and he is going to help us through this. Okay, so I have five things that are going to help you experience that calm and wisdom in peace in the midst of a crisis or a life situation. So the first one is going to be his word. You know, God's word anchors you in truth. And we are to live by everything that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord, the mouth of God. And it's his word. And what I like to say is, 
you want the word that's going to quicken you, to strengthen you, sustain you, and give you his peace and joy. Yeah, because you can even have joy in the midst of a storm. I've done it, and it's so amazing. And it says um, that he will lead you out with joy and peace. And joy and peace are sisters. They go together, just like grace and peace go together. And grace is God's enabling power to do something that you can't do on your own. You know, grace and truth came through the person of Jesus Christ. So we press into him and keep our eyes fixed on him. And it's getting that word in you to where you know it. You know, I I talk to a lot of people who will quote scriptures, but their heart has not been fixed or firmly established, rooted and grounded in that truth of the word where they know it in their head, but they're not experiencing in their heart. And so if that's you, it just takes time. So the more you meditate, uh, roll around in your mind continually God's word, but it has to be anchored in his character, his love, his goodness, his kindness. Because if not, you will tend to get into a works mindset is what I have found. So we have to establish our heart where we're rooted and grounded in his love because faith works through love. So the first one is the word. The second one is prayer. And prayer is simply dialoguing with the Lord and talking about the Lord with his word and questioning it, you know, wrestling with God, we get honest with God. And that's what, again, I love about the Psalms. David gets honest with God and he wrestles with his emotions. But I love how he always extends or or ends the Psalm with tuning back into God's nature, his goodness, his character, that if God be for us, who can be against us? And so we exchange those negative emotions for the positive ones. And we talk to God. And this is one of the things that I do in helping people in my coaching is we talk about those strong emotions and those desires of the heart that are not met and can truly only be met in that personal relationship with Jesus. So I help people guide them in what I'll call, you know, you can call prayer, but I will call in dialoguing with the Lord. So they're actually hearing and encountering and experience the Lord for themselves. And I'm just helping them in that process. Another way of prayer is through your prayer language. And that's praying with your spirit, which bypasses your brain. I can't even talk here. When you pray with your spirit, you're bypassing your brain. It builds you up spiritually. It keeps you in the love of God. It refreshes you. You're praying out the mysteries. You're praying perfect prayers. And that's praying in tongues. And if you don't know how to do that, message me. I would love to help you and explain that to you. So the third one is worship. So the first is the word. The second is prayer. And the third is worship. And worship is simply fixing your attention on Jesus. And the keys, you know, worship, a lot of times we think of listening to music. And yes, that does help. But really, worship is praise and thanksgiving. And they are our weapons that silence the competing voices that try to get you to doubt God and his truth. And a key uh, scripture that I always go to is first 
1 Thessalonians 5:18 that says, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." It says, "Give thanks in all circumstances." It doesn't say for all circumstances. We're to give God thanks in that circumstance, no matter what. You know, um, Paul talks about, too, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, rejoice. It doesn't mean we're thankful for the circumstance, but we can give thanks while we're in that circumstance. Because that is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And again, that comes back to it's in Christ, knowing that we are hidden in Christ, that we are one with him. And that oneness is so crucial to knowing our identity in him. You know, in Acts 16, Paul and Silas are wrongly imprisoned. And it was during that midnight hour that they were praying and singing praises to the Lord. It's the dark night of the soul when we want to be complaining and we want to look at how bad our situation is or how we were wronged. But I love this scripture because, or this this chapter in Acts 16, because it's that example that in that midnight hour, that dark night of the soul, we can tune in to giving God thanks and giving God praise. Give God thanks for his as good things are. We can always find good in something, no matter what. And what it will do is it'll tune in to the goodness of God and that God's going to give us a way through and it turns out the situation. And it's that focus. And what we focus on becomes bigger. It's a magnifier. I'm having a hard time talking today. So We are to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. A lot of times people want to know what God's will is. Right here it is. Praise and thanksgiving. Okay, so number four, speak the word to your storm or your circumstance. Jesus was calm, as I mentioned, and took authority over what was trying to harm them in the boat in Mark chapter 4. And we can speak to symptoms in our body or anything that is trying to steal, kill, or destroy. Anything that is trying to exalt itself above God's word. Jesus has given us his authority, his name, and it's in him. And so, you know, if I start to have a, um, a, let's say, a, a health crisis in my body, I will speak to those symptoms and command them to bow to the name of Jesus, who is the name above all names. I am going to exalt Jesus. He is the truth. I'm not ignoring a fact, but I'm just exalting a truth over a fact. And I've seen miracles happen all the time. Healings take place because God has given us the power to speak. We are created in his image and his likeness to have dominion over things in the earth. Genesis 1, 26 through uh, 31. So we have been given that dominion and faith speaks. And that's why we speak God's word. We've got to know God's word to speak it and have that authority that Jesus has given us. And then fifth, wisdom. 
we are to be led by the Holy Spirit and to know what to do and when to do it. But the key is following peace. I always tell people, if you want to know what to do, you've got to tap into who Jesus is in you. You know, John 14 through 17, I camp out on those scriptures a lot, on those three or those four chapters, because Jesus talks about his oneness with the Father and how he's given us as believers his spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, who is our helper, our comforter. He is going to lead us into all truth. So when we have that wisdom, we tap into the love the love of the Father, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. That's one of my go-to scriptures in 2 Corinthians uh, 13, 14. Faith is motivated and it works through love. So we tap into that love to know the wisdom in what to do because perfect love also casts out fear. We cannot walk in wisdom when we're walking in fear. We can only walk in wisdom when we're really walking in love, knowing how much God loves us. And that is something that takes time. And so by getting into God's word, and I love the gospel of John because, you know, John knew how much God loved him. And I like to camp out in that area because that's really what speaks to my heart and helps me walk in faith and walk by faith. All right, friends, I hope this has helped you today. I can talk, you know, a lot more on this. And if you need help in any of these areas, I do have mentoring and coaching sessions. So reach out to me and we can talk more about that. But I want to help you really live by faith and putting these principles into practice, not a formula, but principles, but it comes through that intimate relationship with the Lord, because that is what is really the key to having that life overflowing that Jesus came to give us. So if this blessed you today, would you share this with a friend? If you know someone is having a difficult situation that they need the peace of God to rule their hearts, will you share this with them? That would be an encouragement to me as well, knowing that the gospel is being spread through this podcast, because this is my number one way of teaching God's word and encouraging others to know Jesus as a Lord and Savior in a very personal and intimate way. It's not a religion, it's a relationship. All right, friends, so next time I'm going to continue on about um, what do we learn from the storms of life and how do we um, allow those things to help catapult us to a new level of living, living in God's best. All right, until next time, I pray this blesses you. God bless.